Yo, welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Football Podcast. I am your host, Mark Shannon. Today is Saturday, October 6th. That's right. It's the week five start sit show. To start shit. <laughs> start sit. Who are we going to put in our flex? What guys are questionable this week? We're going to go over the uh, out or in. What guys I think are going to be playing and not playing. Uh First, you know, I mean, this is a make or break week, right? This is week five. Some people are tilting and stressing and 0-4 and, and needed win desperately because the season could go pretty pretty bad real quick. Um, bye weeks are starting, so we're going to start seeing bigger teams, bigger players sitting, and injuries are still a big factor. We're going to get some players back. Um, I'm excited. This is going to be a fun week for fantasy football. We got a lot of great matchups. Um, so let's just get right into the uh, the in and out or the out and in. All right. We're going to jump right into the news. News with views, the out and in. Here we go. Russ kicking it off. Running back, Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bagels. I believe he's in. He's going to play week five because Giovanni Bernard is out for a couple weeks. Um, he he might be eased back in. That's what reports are saying. I think he's a solid running back, too, this week. Put him in. Start him. No worries with Mixon. He's a solid running back. Um, Mark Walton is the backup there. He's like the third string running back. He'll see a little bit. I'm not worried about him at all. So, you know, start your Joe Mixons, whatnot. Oh. I want, I'm going to give you a little disclaimer. This out and in, this is my my views of who's playing and who's not. Double check it right before game time. Double, double check your player um, availability and see if they are out. And if, if they obviously are out, switch them out. Put in a different player. Don't take the zero points. Cool. Next, we got tight end Evan Ingram. A little bit of news here. He's with the New York Giants. He's out this week. No, no big news there, but he's got the knee injury. He was seen running and doing light cutting in practice this Saturday. That is great news. So maybe next week or the week after. So that would be week six or seven, probably week seven. He'll be good to go, which will be nice getting him back. Uh, quarterback Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packs. He's going to be in. He's got that knee injury still. He's been removed from the Packers injury report. Not worried about him. He's never never was in doubt. Rodgers always a must play. But we got some other guys on the Green Bay Packers that we're a little worried about because they all cop- popped up questionable this week. Let's start off with tight end Jimmy Graham. He is in. He's got the knee injury. They can't afford him to be out. He's just getting older and a vet, and they just gave him a couple days off to you know save the knee and whatnot. Graham is good to go. He should have a nice game. Uh, Then you got the other two receivers in Green Bay, Randall Cobb and Geronimo Allison. Both of them are out. Okay, Cobb's got the hamstring. Allison's still in the concussion protocol. I don't see either of them playing. You got Devontae Adams, the, the number one receiver there in Green Bay. He is going to be in. I know he's still showing up questionable right now with his calf injury. He'll be good to go. They need him. He's going to be a full practice. He was a he was a full practice Friday. Not worried about Adams. Um, you know, and maybe in deeper leagues, if you want to pick up Ty Montgomery, he'd be a nice pickup this week. He he should he bleh. he should see a lot of uh, targets in the passing game as far as a running back and also 
possibly playing receiver as well. So Montgomery should have a good game too. You could play him in a deeper league if you need somebody. The next guy that popped up was running back Alvin Kamara from the New Orleans Saints. Um, he's in. He's he's a must play this week. Um, but he had that knee knee thing, and he he remained sidelined or uh, he remained limited at Friday's practice. They're just playing it safe, giving him an extra extra day of rest. Kamara's good to go. You got Ingram coming back, which is cool. Though both of them are must plays this week. I like those games. Um, wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald, Arizona Cardinals. He's going to be in. Old man Fitz is a stud. He's reliable. He's got the back and hamstring. It's showing that he's questionable for week five. Even though I say he's going to play, I don't know if I would play him or start him on my fantasy team. He hasn't shown me anything quality this year yet. I mean, I've seen him being dropped in several leagues. So, um, you know, the big question is, what do you do? What do you do with Fitz? Personally, right now, I would hold. I mean, it's it's Larry Fitzgerald. He's a solid receiver. It's just he's got to get that rapport with Josh Rosen. It might take a little bit more time than what we as fantasy owners want to see. So that's why I'm saying hold him. If you can package trade him with with another running back or something to get a better running back or a better receiver, an upgrade, upgraded player, go ahead and do him. Send him off. Maybe you can use the name to help buy you somebody else. Um but as of right now, he's not droppable to me. Um, you know, I scooped him up in another league, and right now I'm just sitting on him, seeing if I can package trade him with somebody, or maybe he turns into something. Maybe this is the game that he breaks out. Probably not, but you never know. All right, we got running back Matt Breida, San Francisco Niners. He is in. He's got the knee. He's been showing up questionable for this week. He's been solid all year. He's a nice flex play this week. And then this is a hard one. We got wide receiver Marvin Jones from the Detroit Lions. I'm saying he's in. They're going to need him to play. He's got the ankle injury. He's he's been questionable all week. You know where he was be, he was good all week, and then about Friday he pops up on this injury report. He's done that what the last two weeks now, and he's played both games. He is in. They're just being precautious. They just got to go through those motions as far as tagging him is questionable. Um, as I said, they're going to need him. He's been solid. He's been catching four balls every single game, getting those 50, 60 yards. But what's been saving him is that touchdown. I'm hoping he gets the touchdown this week. I have him in just about every one of my leagues. I like Marvin Jones this year. Yes, Kenny Galladay is flashing and doing a better job right now, and they're eating each other's uh, productivity. And it's going to be frustrating to own both of those players. Um, and yes, Galladay looks like the better talent going forward. Uh, but don't be hesitant with Marvin Jones. He'll play. It's Green Bay rivalry game. He's always available for one of those deep balls like a uh, Deshaun Jackson, Will Fuller type. He's uh, All it takes is one of those. And he has a really nice week. He's being targeted in the red zone. He's taking over Eric Ebron's targets as uh in the end zone so i like jones's opportunity this week he just needs to get that touchdown to have that really nice solid week all right next two we got both on the houston texans deandre hopkins and will fuller they're both in they both got the hamstring hopkins got the ankle thing as well they are both tagged as questionable for week five i'm not worried they're both gonna play they just 
I don't know. They need a better trainer down there as far as stretching because it seems like all their receivers have a hamstring injury right now. Um, Then next, we got wide receiver Doug Baldwin, Seattle Seahawks. I'm saying he's in. He's going to play. He's got the knee thing still. He wasn't listed on the Seahawks final injury report, so Baldwin is a go. Uh, Next, we got wide receiver Sammy Watkins, Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to be in. He's shown up on the injury report all week with his hamstring. I see him as playing. I know he missed uh, the end of the game last week. They took him out to be safe. Um, They're they're not necessarily going to need him this week. Uh, I mean, you can play him just because it is Casey and Jacksonville. Personally, I'd just sit Watkins this week. Um, I... I mean, you could st- you could put him in the flex if you really, really need him. If you're in a bind, go ahead and start him. Uh, I, I'm just my confidence with Watkins this week isn't all that fantastic, um, but he should play. So if you need him, go ahead and play him. If not, find somebody else. Hopefully, you got something somebody better else to uh, start in his place. Uh, next, we got a couple running backs here. We got T.J. Yeldon. He showed up on the uh, injury report this week. He's a must play. Because why? Leonard Fournette is out the next two to three weeks. Jacksonville is going to have a great game. It's going to be a hard game because Kansas City is going to put up some points. And Jacksonville is going to need to air it out to stay up with them. And I see Blake Bortles having a great game. Throwing the ball to his receivers a lot. Dumping it down to Yeldon. Yeldon's going to be a solid play, especially in half point and full point PPR leagues. So start your TJ Yeldon. Uh, next, we got running back Marshawn Lynch, Oakland Raiders. He's in. He popped up with the abdomen uh, injury. He's good to go. Then we also got running back Alex Collins in Baltimore. I'm saying he's in. He had the knee thing. He's good to go. And then the next two, we got running back Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings. I'm saying he's in. Um, they, they're going to need him to play. He's a game-time decision. So there's a very good chance he's, he misses this week. My guess is he's in. But here's the thing. If he's a no-go, you need to go get Latavius Murray. He might have been dropped. Murray's going to get a bulk of the carries. He hasn't looked fantastic at all. But with all that opportunity, you need to take that chance with one of those running backs. So if Cook misses, go get Murray. Hopefully he's still out there for you. Um the next guy, we got Lamar Miller, the last one on the list. Lamar Miller, Houston's running back. I'm saying he's in. He's got this chest injury. He, again, he's like Dalvin Cook, game-time decision, so double-check 10 minutes before um, their game and then make sure you have a backup plan. If Miller is a no-go, Alfred Blue, he is definitely available right now in every league. He will be a solid running back too this week if Miller's a no-go. The opportunities are there in Houston. Miller's looked good. He hasn't been fantastic, but he's been good. Um, he's definitely had all, had all the opportunities to shine and, and run away with that role. Uh, so if I'm saying Miller's in, so go ahead and start him. So where can you find the show? You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and on the website, fantasyknockout.com. That's right. It's pretty cool. You can go anywhere on your tablet, on your computer, on your phone. Go to the website, like I just said, fantasyknockout.com. Scroll to the bottom. There's a little player there. Hit that play button. Listen to the show. It'll be the latest episode. 
And then you can also click on the episodes and go back and listen to other episodes. If you want to go back and listen to a couple of shows a week ago, a couple days ago, whatever. I have all the episodes on the website there. Also, I got the rankings on the website. That's right. So if you need to know who to play over who, go ahead and check out the rankings. I'm doing pretty good with that. I'm trying to get myself known as one of the top analysts for ranking. Uh, I've been doing solid so far this year. So that's pretty neat. Cool. Uh, Please support the show by becoming a Patreon. That's at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash fantasy knockout. Every little bit helps. Just makes things easier for me on this end. Appreciate it. Other than that, main event, we got the start, sit players we're going to talk about. But first, let's go over that Thursday night game. That was the Indianapolis-New England game. Wow. (laughs) New England just was looking dominant. And then Indy started coming back. And then the turnovers with the... I mean, I guess you can call them interceptions, but they they look like more like bobbled balls that just popped up in the air and Indianapolis just snagged them out. And, you know, they started coming back and it looked good until Sony Michelle took that, what, 35-yard run to the house and New England ends up winning 38-24. Eric Ebron had an amazing game. Two touchdowns over 100 yards. He looked solid, um, especially with no T.Y. Hilton. Andrew Luck looked Look good. That's two solid games for Luck in a row. Very nice. So, you know, feel confident with Andrew Luck going forward. Feel confident with Eric Ebron as long as Jack Doyle's out. And he should be out for another week or so. Um, Indianapolis definitely needs T.Y. Hilton back. They need somebody to catch that ball. Because uh, Rodgers and Grant are not doing it. Um, New England looked fantastic. Sony Michelle looks like a solid running back going forward. James White had another fantastic game. Gronk looked solid. He he wasn't Gronkian. Uh, you know, he didn't have any monster game, but he looked all right. Julian Edelman was finally back. He caught a bunch of balls, what, like eight, eight balls or something like that. Um, had a solid week for him. No touchdown or anything like that, but Edelman, you can tell Brady was very relieved that Edelman is back. Um Josh Gordon had a fantastic catch. It was like kind of a broken play. It was a very long play, and Brady just points to the end zone, throws it up there. Gordon makes a great adjustment midair and or mid-route and catches the ball, comes down with a touchdown. He looks fantastic. That was what Brady's 500th touchdown pass of the of his career. You know, Gordon's first in New England, so that was a nice play. Um Good to see, you know, if you started Gordon this week, you got bailed out with that touchdown pass. I think it was like a 35-yard touchdown pass, too. Um, so that's nice, solid 9, 10 points right there. Uh, so Gordon going forward, he's going to be a boomer bust. Uh, he's got the talent. Hopefully him and Brady can get on on track and, in, in, in um, you know, get something special going. Uh, Chris Hogan's kind of disappeared. He's been... Popping up, a lot of people have been asking me about him this week. Um, you know, right now, I I hate to say it because New England's looking solid and getting stronger and stronger as they the season gets on. But if you need to drop Hogan, go ahead, um, you know, for a better option out there. He's just, he's not seeing the targets. He's not seeing the production right now there in New England. So find something else better. Um, be confident in those running backs, White and, and Michelle. They look fantastic. All right, so let's let's talk some quarterbacks real quick. I got two guys I want to talk about. 
kind of uh they're not must starts but if you're in a bind you need another you know streaming option or something both these guys should be out there this week we kind of hinted on one already Blake Bortles of the Jacksonville Jaguars again he's got a nice matchup at Kansas City no Fournette the last game he played without Fournette he threw for 300 plus yards had what two or three touchdowns that game looked solid looked like the Bortles of fantasy points that we know uh I, I see that happening again this week because Kansas City doesn't really stop anyone in the passing game. Um, so Bortles should be a solid play. Next, we got Alex Smith of the Washington Redskins. He's going against the Saints, who give up a ton of fantasy points. He's got a healthy Jordan Reed. He's had two multiple touchdown games. He's thrown for, I think the one game he didn't have any touchdowns, he threw for 300-plus yards. Still looked good, just didn't get the touchdowns. Alex Smith is a, is a is a decent play if you need a quarterback this week. So those are two little takes there. Uh, let's talk some running backs. We got Carryon Johnson. I know a lot of people are not sure what to do with him. I'm going to play him in my flex. Um, he's got a nice matchup at at home against the Green Bay Packers. Um, he's going to be the main running back there in Detroit. I know Legarrette Blount. He's going to be annoying because Matt Patricia, him and Blount, they're boys, you know, they're buddies, and they're going to use Blount some. But I mean, if you watch any of the Detroit Lion games this year, you can see that Carryon Johnson is the best running back talent that they have. They should leave him out there every game as much as they can. It's just going to be frustrating because Blount will take. I don't know, five to eight carries away from Johnson that Johnson should have. But be confident this week. I'm starting carry on Johnson. It's a nice matchup. It's a good game. Detroit at home. He should catch a couple dump-offs as well. It should be a nice, fun game to watch. Green Bay-Detroit, always a good, fun matchup. Uh, next, let's talk Philip Lindsay. I haven't really brought up Philip Lindsay much this, this season. Uh, I know a lot of people have been asking about him. Um, he plays for the Denver Broncos. He's turned out to be a solid running back. Um, the running backs there in Denver with Royce Freeman and Lindsey now, that's a nice, like, thunder-lightning-like duo. Um, good for them. You know, Lindsey was an undrafted running back, homegrown there in Denver, you know, Colorado native. Um, he's, he's looking solid. You know, the last uh, away game that uh, Lindsey played in, he got ejected. I don't foresee that happening this week. You know, I see him playing it, playing all week or all game long. They got the Jets this week. He should be involved heavily in the passing game there. He should look good. He'll have a nice game. Go ahead and start your Lindsey this week. Uh, next, we got Aaron Jones running back for the Green Bay Packers. Again, great matchup against Detroit. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Um, <laughs> Green Bay's down two receivers. I mean, Adams is going to play. Uh, Graham's going to play. Ty Montgomery should be out there a lot. Aaron Jones looked go- uh, solid last week. He should be out there and very involved in the passing game. Could see a lot of dump-offs for Rodgers to him. Uh, so go ahead and start your Aaron Jones. Very confident with him. Let's talk a couple of receivers real quick before we get into the starts of the week. Uh, receivers, we got Corey Davis. My boy finally showed up last week. Had 160 yards and a score. I'm saying... Be confident in Corey Davis, Tennessee Titans. He's finally, you know, like I said, he had finally had a good game last week. Mariota's elbow's looking better. Mariota himself is looking better. 
Um, they're getting it done. I could see Davis doing having another solid game. He is the only option there in Tennessee to throw to. I mean, this is a year he he needs to do something. Davis needs to. It's it's a make or break year because he's not going to have a better opportunity this year. You got Delaney Walker who's out, so no tight end to steal um, targets from. Then you got Rashard Matthews who's out. No solid, you know, competing t- uh, receiver against Davis. You got Taiwan Taylor who look who's looked good. He's he's you know in deeper leagues you could pick him up and play him this week if you need somebody. But I mean, Davis is the guy. He's the number one receiver there. He's the only viable receiver they got. Um, he's very talented. I like Davis a lot. So go ahead and start your Corey Davis this week. Then you also got Jarvis Landry of the Cleveland Browns. He's going against Baltimore. I am not worried about Baltimore's the matchup there against Baltimore. They are a good defense. But here's the thing: Baker Mayfield's going to be finding Jarvis Landry for these short you know, five to 10 yard passes. Landry's going to catch a couple balls. He's going to have another solid game. Landry's talent is, is up there with an Odell Beckham. Uh, he's very, very talented receiver. What you're hoping for is that Landry finds the end zone. I'm, I'm hoping they do. I mean, Cleveland's got a lot of weapons now, but Landry's going to have the yards this week. Don't worry about the yards. He don't worry about the catches. He'll have plenty of targets and opportunities. You're just hoping he gets that touchdown to really seal the deal this week for you. And then the next one, it's not pretty, but Jordy Nelson from the Oakland Raiders. All right, Derek Carr has had 300-plus yards in the last three games. He's looked solid. Nelson and Carr have this connection going right now. Um, he's a solid you know, wide receiver to back-end wide receiver to wide receiver three play this week if you need a, a third receiver or a flex. Go ahead and feel confident and start Nelson. The Raiders are against the Chargers. Amari Cooper's going to see um, the top cornerback there in, in L.A. I think that's Casey Hayward. Um, so Cooper's, Cooper should have another good game too. Uh, but I like Nelson this week. I think he's a solid play. So feel confident in starting Jordy Nelson. Let's get into the starts of the week. All right, let's kick it off. We got quarterback Ben Roethlisberger of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I got him ranked number one this week as my quarterbacks. He's going against Atlanta, whose defense is all banged up. So here's the thing. Pittsburgh is in a must-win. Actually, both teams, Atlanta and Pittsburgh, are both in must-win games. So I see it very a shootout, a high-scoring game, a lot of offense going forward. The only frustrating thing for Pittsburgh is they score in the first half. They have no problem doing their thing in the first half. It's the second half of games. The after halftime, I don't know. Does he take a nap or something and falls asleep and is just bleh? I see Be- I see Roethlisberger finally figuring it out this second half of this game, having a solid game all game long. They desperately need the win. It's a great matchup. So feel confident in starting Ben Roethlisberger this week. And then the next quarterback I got at the start of the week is not one I'm proud of, but it is Phillip Rivers of the Los Angeles Chargers. He's going against uh, the Oakland Raiders. Oakland has given up five given up five passing touchdowns over the last two games. Here's an interesting stat. Phillip Rivers' career average against the Raiders in fantasy points is 21. Okay? He's... Just has something for the Raiders. He he seems to always have solid games. 
So feel confident in Rivers. You got Mike Williams, who's catching some touchdowns and nice, you know, being used in the red zone. You got Gates, who's back, always one of Rivers' favorite targets. You got Keenan Allen, who's looking healthier. Yeah, he didn't pop up on any injury report this week, so that's solid. You know, you want to be confident in that. I could see Rivers doing well. In, um, Melvin Gordon should have a, a solid game. Austin Eckler should catch some balls, squirt some loose. You never know. Rivers, go ahead and start him. Feel confident in him this week. Now let's talk some running backs. We got Mark Ingram, uh, New Orleans Saints. He's back from his suspension. This is more of a confidence play. He's going to be an RB1. Just get him and Kamara in. It's time. You're going to be excited Monday night with New Orleans running backs. It's going to be a fun game to watch. And then next, we got running back TJ Yeldon. That's right. We kind of talked about him earlier. No Leonard Fournette, so he's going to be the guy there in Jacksonville. It's against Kansas City. Here's the interesting thing. Last week, Denver showed how to beat Kansas City. You run the ball. Okay? So... If Jacksonville's smart, you run the ball, slow it down, keep Kansas City off the field. What does that mean? That means Yeldon needs to be involved. You can't get in this shootout matchup where you're just throwing passes, you know, because if if you're going if you're going to go quarterback matchup, Bortles versus Mahomes, Mahomes is going to win every time. Jacksonville, if they're going to have a chance in this game, they need to run the ball. They need to have Yeldon involved heavily. So go ahead and start your TJ Yeldon. If he was dropped out there, hopefully you scooped him up. Snacked a free running back. He's going to be a play for the next couple weeks because Fournette's out. Uh, let's talk a couple receivers now. All right, wide receiver Tyler Boyd of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, he is a start of the week. Why? Okay, they're going against Miami. Yeah, Miami's had a solid uh, defense so far. They've looked good. All right, there's this defensive back that you're going to start hearing more and more. Um, he's had a solid year so far. You're, he's going to be. A, he's probably going to be a. a uh, I don't know if he'll make the Pro Bowl. He, he should make the Pro Bowl. I don't know. It's Xavier Howard, defensive back of the Dolphins. Okay, he has locked down every single receiver, number one receiver he's gone up against this year. Guess who he's got? He's covering AJ Green this game. So Green's going to have a harder game. Green is still a not. It's Green's still a decent play, but. With Howard on green, that's going to open it up for Boyd. I like Dalton this week as well. So Boyd has been on fire. He's going to have a solid game. So start your Tyler Boyd. Next, we got wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey of the Philadelphia Eagles. He has looked fantastic last week. Um, he's got a lot of opportunity this year. Nelson Aguilar hasn't looked anything special this season. He had a great week one. That's about it. You got Jordan Matthews who's back in the slot. Aguilar's out on the out on thing out on the um, on the outside. Sorry, Aguilar's on the outside where he doesn't do anything special out there. Um, Jeffrey, solid play. He's healthy. Him and Wentz have something special. I like Alshon Jeffrey this week. Feel confident in starting him. Next, we got the two tight ends. We got tight end Kyle Rudolph, Minnesota Vikings. Yep, start of the week. He has been good. He has over. He's been overshadowed by Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen, kind of flying under that radar. Feel confident in Rudolph. He's getting it done. He's averaged 60 yards a game. That's fantastic for a tight end. That's solid. So go ahead and play Rudolph. And what you're hoping 
is that he finds the end zone. Like they, if you get a, a monster game from your tight end, you're you're probably going to win that week. So next we got Vance McDonald, Pittsburgh Steelers. Not a surprise here. That's why I like Big Ben. Uh, McDonald ran 32 routes last week, so he is he's being used as a pass catching option. They're not using him to block. He has a lot of upside. He can take one to the house for 70 plus yards. Stiff arm a guy, run through guys. They are using McDonald, not Jesse James. So feel confident in starting Vance. If he's available, please pick him up because you won't be sad. You'll enjoy that. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Please visit the site, fantasyknockout.com, and also follow the show on Twitter at fantasyknockout and on Instagram at fantasy underscore knockout. All right. Till next time, goodbye.